Hey, what's up, everybody? So today is uh, October 14th, 2018. Um, this this podcast is going to be about two, two subjects, and hopefully I don't take an hour because I'm driving and just want to get a couple things said. Uh, okay, so as you guys know, it was my birthday, uh, you know, about 10 days ago now, and I'm not one of those persons that has to celebrate their birthday month, or no, I don't do that gay shit, I don't do that hoe shit, I don't do that fuck shit, you know, I, I had my birthday, I took a vacation, and I did most of the stuff I wanted to do, except for, like, really go to some concerts, because there's been some absolute bangers of tours, like, that are coming out, like, this year, and I didn't go see Terror, Harm's Way, and Year of the Knife, up in Berkeley because it, uh, when I had called, you know, to just see if there were tickets, I guess, and then I finally found out that they weren't even over there, even though they were scheduled to be there, they were actually playing in LA, so I was kind of like, damn, okay, whatever, but following up all the way past my birthday, I watched Venom, which was, I actually thought it was an amazing movie, um, you have to kind of take out what you know of Venom, his origins, and you have to take out the fact there's no Spider-Man. You have to take out... There's a lot of stuff you have to accept when you watch the movie. But there's a lot of things good going for it. It's, it re- um, Eddie Brock, the, uh, you know, Tom Hardy playing as Eddie Brock, is he did an absolutely fantastic job because... Uh, not because necessarily... He actually looks the part of somebody that can play Venom. But in my eyes, he actually plays the part of what a person in San Francisco is actually like. Like I said, I've been in San Francisco many times. And most people in San Francisco in, that I've known throughout the years, and most businesses that I've been to, and most places that I've gone to, if you're in San Francisco and you're based in San Francisco and you're living there, you either you got... A slim margin for error. Um, you have the slimmest of margins because the rent is expensive. So you can't really afford to be up there without, you know, all your ducks in a row and all your, you know, all your eggs in the basket, so to speak. Like, it's just, that's just the way it is because the, the housing up there is out of control. And what, and what I mean, like, when you watch the movie, Eddie Brock's life is in control, and then, boom, it's not. And immediately, like, it just goes downhill. And that actually paraphrases pretty much what happened to Eddie Brock, the character in the comics. And and you, you don't get really, get, you're not going to get that sense of despair if, if he's living in, you know, the suburbs, you know, you can only get that living in, like, L.A. or, or New York or San Francisco. Um, you know, some of these high-end cities. But that's neither here nor there. You know, like I said, I enjoyed the movie. It was a lot of action. Uh, the only thing I... The only knock on it to me is... I don't exactly know how they're going to get Carnage involved. Because I know he's, he's there. They tease him like he's going to be in the next one. So I don't really know how he's going to get involved. Uh, and then there was supposed to be four, uh, there's, uh, 
symbiotes and really there was only one other one and I didn't get that. I didn't get it. I, I talked about it with my nephew and he was like, oh, well, they just died because they didn't find a person to live in. And I was like, well, that kind of doesn't make any sense, but okay, whatever. Uh, but moving on from there, like I, I watched I watched Venom that Friday when I came back. No, I actually watched it Monday. I watched the UFC fights, uh, Khabib and McGregor, which I, I've totally, I know I've spoken in the past on my introduction of sports and stuff. Um, Conor McGregor irks me, and uh, it was so fantastic. He got his ass whipped for four rounds, and he got choked out, and that choke was convincing. I mean, he, Khabib put him in it, and, and you could see... McGregor was like done and he held on for five seconds more before he finally tapped before he knew like he was going to get choked out or, you know, he, and he tapped and that was, that was absolutely beautiful. Beautiful. What followed after was absolutely amazing too. I mean, it was a, a page ripped right out of like some sort of a comic book or WWE or television could not have wrote a better story a better ending than than what happened live and just for people to watch. I mean, Khabib went, jumped over the ring, uh, stage dive, or actually it wasn't a stage dive, but he fucking feet first into McGregor's, I think, trainer. I mean, it, it looked it, it looked like if he stage dived at a punk concert onto a dude's head. I mean... That's what it looked like, and it was fucking amazing. And then dudes went in and fucking cheap shot McGregor, and McGregor just, you know, all hell broke loose, and it was fantastic. It was fantastic. Um, so I watched that, and that was fantastic. But anyways, moving on, like I said, I didn't go to a concert up in San Francisco like I wanted to, because that's something I really wanted to do, but it didn't happen. But I went to a concert yesterday. I went to go watch System of a Down, and I was going to do a podcast but I, I mean, the show ended at like midnight, and then the fucking at the fucking parking at the Glen Helen Amphitheater, whatever it is now, Sam Manuel. I don't even know what it is, but fucking thing was parking was shit. It took me like two hours to get out that bitch. I didn't get home till two thirty in the morning, even though the show ended about midnight. And I don't got a problem with that because I wasn't working today, anyways. But the fucking parking there is ridiculous, and you know it, it isn't. You shouldn't take you two hours to leave a venue, like nowhere, like absolutely nowhere should it take you two hours. I don't know what the problem is there. It was packed. I mean, the, allegedly the show was sold out. Uh, I didn't think it was possible to sh- to sell out Glen Helen, but I guess it is. I guess, but I guess they sold fifty thousand tickets, and that's their you know, rated capacity, and they sold 50,000 tickets. I got in, you know, last second, and I know a couple of people that I was going to, uh, that were going, when I seen everybody's Snapchats, uh, I went, I fucking Snapchatted the shit out of it, and it, to be honest with you, that show, uh, I got in there during at the drive-in or some other fucking bad clutch. I don't know who was playing, but they were kind of meh. And then Incubus played, and, you know, I'm not an Incubus fan. I don't like their genre of music. It's like the soft rock 
mainstream pop feel to it. Uh, they do have some songs like Wish You Were Here and Part of Me are like the only two ones that I really fuck with, uh, that I really even care about. And I knew I was like, damn, I want to see those songs because if I'm never going to watch this fucking band, if I don't have to watch this band again, you know, or I'm not going to ever buy a ticket to go see Incubus. I don't, I don't believe. Unless for some reason I have a girlfriend that is a diehard Incubus fan and, you know, shit changes. But willingly on my own by myself, am I going to be like, oh, Incubus is coming to town. I'd like to go fucking see them because it's Incubus. No. The answer is fuck no. Uh, I don't even give a fuck about them in that matter. But I do like two songs. Like I said, Pardon Me, Wish You Were Here, which, absolutely fantastic watching those songs. You know, those are songs I've grown up with. Uh, the corny lover side of me has dedicated Wish You Were Here to many girls. Uh, and also Pardon Me, ironically enough. It's an apology song, like, hey, like, just copying the motherfucker's lyrics and sent them out like, hey, pardon me. You know, play that song. You know, you have a quiet, slow conversation. You try to make up and you play that song. You know, girls get it right away what you're trying to do. You're apologizing even though you're not straight up about it. But anyways, they played those two songs and they played some shit that completely took me by surprise. They played Gin and Juice by you know, Snoop, and that was kind of, that kind of hit out of nowhere, like, as a random cover song, although I kind of get it, um, they covered it for about two minutes, and I was like, what the actual fuck, but that's not where it gets, that's only where it gets, yeah, to end the night, to end the fucking night for them. They play Pony by Genuine. And if anybody knows that fucking song, that, to me, that is the more random of the two fucking songs. And I'm like, what the fuck? I, like, I, I fuck with the song because I know it's a fuck song. And I know, like, throughout the years, girls that I've fucked and girls that I've played with and girls that I've just been involved with, they know that song. Everybody knows the song. And you throw it out in a party and you just got to fucking get your bump and grind on. Hopefully get your Mac on and get your dick sucked later. I mean, but it was just so weird because I was like, what the fuck? Like, why is he keep just playing this? Shit? And they fucking played it too. And I actually, I was fucking busting up laughing. Like, I, I didn't know what to, I didn't even know what to fucking make of it, to be honest with you. But they ended with that, and they just ended, and I was like, oh, f- all right, you know, System of a Down's up next. Um, I know a lot of people fuck with System of a Down. You know, System of a Down is no longer a small band. Obviously, they're not fucking small anymore. Uh, they haven't put out new music in a cool minute, but they're not fucking a small band. By no means are they fucking irrelevant. As I found out yesterday, I thought... I was going to be able just to fucking buy a ticket directly. Like, I was just going to walk up there and buy a ticket. When I looked about... yes, And actually, I didn't have a ticket yesterday. Uh, in the morning. I, I had looked at, like, 9 o'clock because I got up to do some errands. And I was like, hey, I'm going to get some tickets. I'm going to call. Make sure I could just roll up their park and get some tickets. I figured it would be, like, half capacity or more. Because the lineup is total shit. And it was raining. 
Um, but no, it sold out. I quickly found out it was sold out. So I looked on Craigslist. I seen a couple people. And then, you know, basically, I found a ticket online. Somebody was selling it for 80 bucks. Uh, and I immediately snatched it up because I was like, well, you know, I'm dealing with things in my personal life that I just wanted, you know, I'm trying to take my mind off of those things. And, you know, it's still my birthday. And I was, you know, and I hadn't seen System of a Down, and I know System of a Down rocks. I mean, I've seen them a handful of times in the past, you know, unintentionally at bigger festivals or, you know, paired up with somebody that I wanted to see. And I don't really remember when's the last time I've seen System of a Down, but it's been, it's been a number of years. And, you know, I grew up, you know, I was in high school 99, 203. That was fucking prime System of a Down. That was prime System of a Down era, man. Toxicity. I'm not exactly sure when Toxicity came out, but that was an album. And I, even though I didn't personally, I personally don't view, I'm not a System of a Down fan by any stretch of the means. I mean, I think I have Toxicity somewhere, but I only know their songs from the radio. And like I said, I think I did get Toxicity from somewhere. And I actually like Toxicity, the album. I just don't really, I'm not, I'm not a big System of a Down fan, if that makes any sense to you. I don't have Hypnotize or, or Mesmerize, and I don't have Still This Album anywhere on deck. I just know the popular songs from those albums as well, and I and I know them. I just, System of a Down has been around for like 20 fucking years, so you know their shit. I know their shit now, too. Um... Like I said, you you don't you never know how shit's gonna play out, but I know I'm a heavy metal dude. I know their heaviest songs. I've I've known their heaviest songs. Prison song. Uh, I've been fucking bumping that shit like all week, like in hopes that they play that. Bounce. Um. You know, violent pornography. There's a couple of songs out there that that I like. That I'm like. Yes, I, I, if I go see them, like it wasn't a sure thing yesterday, if I go see them, I'd fucking, these are the songs I want to listen to. And sure enough, they played like all, all fucking six songs, plus some that I wanted to hear. They played Sugar. I haven't heard Sugar. I, actually, yesterday morning was the first time I listened to Sugar probably in like three or four years, the song. And I was like, all right, if they, and when I made my decision, my decision to go and I actually had a ticket and I knew I was going. I quickly ran through all my system of a down because I have Spotify. I ran through the, you know, their, their library and I fucking was like, all right, this is happening. Fucking yes. Like, all right. Like I brushed up. I just did a quick brush up on fucking their songs. And yeah, man, I went, they kicked off with fucking prison song. And I tell you, I mean, the crowd went from being relatively tame for Incubus, because Incubus, like I said, is not heavy, it ain't shit, to an absolute fucking jail riot. I mean, people are, I haven't been to a festival like, well, I, I went to Vans Warped Tour earlier this year, but I haven't been to a big mainstream metal concert like that in a cool minute. I'm relegated to not liking fucking most of the bigger metal bands out there right now, like Avengers Temple, I don't like them anymore. I'm not going to buy a ticket. Uh, Five Finger Death Punch, no. I'm not a real big fan of 
Slayer currently. I mean, there's just there's these other big bands that play shows, and I'm not like not at all interested. Uh, I'm not interested in fucking Behemoth, and I'm you know I'm just not interested in some of that bullshit. Um, the Black Dolly Murder, not interested. But I was interested. I was slightly interested in System of a Down, and it was a big. And like I said, there you know the Glen Helen Amphitheater, whatever. It holds a fucking lot of people. I gotta say, there's gotta be at least 50,000 people there. And if you put 50,000 people and you put 80% of them are drunk, and then you you add on the macho factor, and then you add on that system of a down is actually not a bad mosh band. They're, they have, you know, they have moshy fucking songs, like really moshy. And that's where I was gonna, I'm gonna segue here shortly, but the mosh, it was fucking wild, man. I, I'm 33 years old now. I've been moshing since fucking like sixth, maybe seventh grade. I mean, I, probably like 12. I've been moshing for like two decades at least. Um, in the mosh, for the next year or so is not going to stop. I don't know when I'm going to finally officially retire and just actually enjoy these fucking concerts instead of being an idiot. Uh, and I'm actually on my way right now to go fucking mosh and be an idiot because I want to fucking put my foot into somebody's fucking mouth. You know, I want to put my fi- my fist into their fucking mouth as well or to their face. I want to just fucking beat the shit out of somebody. Um, but anyways... Yeah, uh, System of a Down opened with Prison Song, and on my snaps, if anybody's seen my snaps, you know when it goes from Incubus to System of a Down, the fucking, the crowd was just going fucking ballistic, and, I, and it tickled my soul because I haven't been a part of something like that in a cool minute. It's fucking at night, it's raining, the fucking floor is muddy, uh, people are trying to start a fire, and fucking, you've got... Prison Song, to me, is, is in their top two, like, songs that I like, personally. It's probably top three. Definitely top three. Maybe top two. I don't. It's not the, my favorite song. Bounce is actually my favorite song from them. Uh, that's just because Bounce is absolutely wild. I like, you know, the tempo changes in that song. But anyways, the mosh was fucking on at that point. It was just lit. Like, they just fucking, they turned the lights off. You know, everybody does their thing. They scoot out the way. They open up. People just start going fucking ham. There's not even no music fucking playing, bro. Like, what the fuck? Like, all right. Like, and that happens at concerts, you know. I get it. You open it up. You want to be the first one in, showing how tough you are. But, you know, Prison Song kicks off like fucking gangbusters. That's the way you fucking start off. Like, that's the way you start off an album. That's the way you start off. You want to get the, what's going to happen the rest of the year. Fucking, you go balls out in the first song and you just lay it all on the line and that, and that song is fucking beautiful and you know yeah I just fucking from there was a full blown fucking it was a riot the entire fucking time man fucking a riot I couldn't believe it like from from start to finish I mean System of a Down played aerials, they fucking played, 
Lonely Day. They played a bunch of fucking slow songs uh, in the set, and people seemingly don't. ATWA. Uh, they don't fuck. People don't stop moshing, and I'm like, all right, like spiders. People don't stop moshing. I'm like, I okay, like that's how we can do it. Like ATWA's got a moshy fucking song, or it's got a moshy part in it, even though it's mostly slow. Um, but they put they were fantastic, man. It was fantastic. It was time and effort well spent to get parked there because they spent about an hour to park. And then I spent two hours getting out of there. And it was totally worth it, man. Totally fucking worth it. Um, yeah, and then right now I'm on my way. Currently right now I'm going to go watch fucking Ymir, Wage War, Sanction, and Stick to Your Guns. And Mosh Part 2 is going down. And in a few weeks the Acacia Strain, the Acacia strain rolls through in the glass house, which I'm going to get my ticket probably this week because I don't want it to be sold out and not get a ticket. Uh, the mosh will continue for October. And I was thinking about actually going and seeing um, Kubla Khan with Strafe, Strafe in the Path, but I'm, I'm not going to go to that because it's like too much moshing for me. Uh, you got to pick and choose your battles. Kubla Khan, you know, I got to see them a few times recently and I want them to be more of the main attraction. I don't want to really see them first and then be stuck watching Straight From The Path and these other bands I don't really know. You know, I don't want to get tied to a concert like that and be bored. And not necessarily be bored, but, you know, you don't know anything from these bands and you don't know how they play and you don't know. And it's just kind of like, you're just there sometimes. It's cool, and you know, like two of the bands and there's like another band you don't know and they're like right in the middle and you're like, all right, well, you know, you can make an assumption about that band afterwards, but it took to hit three bands in a row that you don't know, and it's like, alright, well, I don't know shit, I'm just here for one band, and I don't do that kind of shit no more, but that's regardless, tonight it's Emir, it's fucking Stick to Your Guns, it's fucking Wage Warrant Sanction, the only band that I don't really have an idea on is Sanction, which I'm, I'm, on, I'm on my way, the, sh- the show starts at 6, I'll be there in time, get up in there, probably gonna get a drink. Uh, it's at the House of Blues in Anaheim, and I'm going to fucking mosh. The mosh going to fucking continue. And for me, personally, that's, like I said, I was going to segue to moshing. Moshing to me, uh, like I said, I've been doing it for like 20 fucking years. Um, I've got so much experience on it. I know fucking bands and music. I know where to get fucking good mosh. Uh, <clears throat> a lot of my peers have quit uh, doing that shit. And I'm on, like I said, I'm on the cusp. Uh, I've probably got another year or two left before I can hang it up as well. Maybe another serious injury. Um, but there's there's still, like, a few bands that I need to see live one more time. There's a few things I need to do before I finally call it. Um... And not that I'm going to walk away from metal or stop going to heavy metal shows, but, I mean, moshing is going to stop at some point for me. But I'm, I'm still really good at it. Um, not a lot of people get it. But I'm, I look at it as in terms of, like, you know, boxers and football players 
and, and fighters in general and people in the military. And, you know, you got to have a certain mindset. And, and people that, like, gang members, you, know, you got to have a certain mindset when you go into those things, like, Like let's take let's take the military for example. Like you jo- you join the military and they put you in boot camp. You've got to go in there with the mindset because if you don't I, don't, I believe if you don't go in there with the mindset, they it'll break you quick. You got to or even people in prison too. You got to go in there with the mindset that you're the toughest motherfucker there is. That you're the craziest. That you've got the most heart. It doesn't matter how big a motherfucker is. You you don't care how fast they are, how buff they are, how fucking mean they look. You can't care. It's you against them, and it's one-on-one, and or maybe you versus all of them, you know, and you, you're not afraid to die. You're not afraid to fucking break an arm. You're not afraid to fucking... You got to be... You got to take that into you, like... That's got to be your mindset. Like, you don't give a fuck. Um, you could beat me today, but eventually I'll figure you out. I'll beat you. You know, and that's the mindset you got to have. Like, if you're a gang member, if you're a fucking in, in prison, you know, it's you versus all these other people. And, you, and you're going to, you got to get buff. You got to work at it. You got to know what's up. Uh, there's just things you do. And football players as well, like, you know, same as UFC. You got to believe that you're the best out there. And that, and that much to that, when you mosh, like, I know moshing, for the most part, is fun for a lot of people. It, But it's only fun if you're, like, sprinkling it in. Like, oh, I'm going to go mosh. Like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. But when it's your favorite band, and that's what fucking people do, and you want to be involved, and you want to have a fucking good time, and, you know, that's what it, that's what it comes down to. I mean, the, it really comes down to a few things, like, are you tough enough? You know, should you even be liking that band if, if fucking, um, you know, if you're not tough? Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of hardcore metal bands out there that are the tough guy image. Um, like I said, I listed a slew of them. You know, my last podcast. And there's a slew of bands out there that are tough. You know, and everybody that goes has that same mindset. Like, a mosh pit can just open up anywhere. So if you're going to go watch a band like System of Down, you have to be expecting that that's not only going to happen, but it's a fucking possibility. You can either get out the fucking way. You could be stuck, you know, watching that band not in the front, you know. Like, if you go to a little venue, like, let's say your favorite band is... um, Right now, your little favorite band is, uh, and it's even true at rap concerts. Like, let's say your little favorite band is, uh, I can't think of an up and coming band that everybody would know, but let's just say it's a little favorite band, and they go play at your local venue that holds, you know, a thousand people, and it sells out. There's a thousand people going, and I guarantee there's like half of them have the same intentions that you do. They want to get to as close as they can. They want to be involved with the band. They know all the words. Blah, blah, blah. And there's other 500. There's 200 people that just want to go absolutely bonk, ape shit, bonkers, 
at the show, and they're gonna push you, and they're gonna fucking get in your face, and my whole thing is, like, no, bro, like, I paid fucking good money to watch this shit, if I gotta push you out the way, I will, and you don't fucking scare me, I've never been scared, I've been rattled, you know, to the point where I'm like, fuck, I should've quit a long time ago, but I got over those jitters, you know, after a few serious injuries, got over those jitters, and now I'm full-blown, like, back in action, like, yes, this is something I can do, this is something I still do, and I get my money's worth out of this fucking shows, you know, I don't buy much band gear, because I don't believe in that shit, uh, I, I roll out to their live shows, I roll out to fucking, I buy their shit, you know, their albums, I listen to their shit, I fucking word of mouth it as much as I can, you know, if a band is good, and I like what they say, I'm always like, yo, bro, you should check this shit out, this band is hot, or fuck, man, this band is heavy as fuck, take a listen, and the more people that do that for certain bands, you know, that's how they get, the ball keeps rolling, you know, like vacation, I'll never fucking not hype them up, they, they fucking put on a monstrous set, and every time I go see them, it's a fucking a jailhouse ride, and I'm like, you know, that's exactly what I'm looking for, jailhouse right and on their end it's like 400 or 500 people show up to their shows and four or five or 500 people want to fucking fight you <laughs> that's just the way that's just the way that band is uh but either way like yeah i'm i'm nearing mosh retirement i guess um molder like i don't really want to get injured I don't want to fucking break my leg. I don't want to fucking break my jaw. I don't want to break my nose. You know, I don't want to fucking break an orbital. I don't want to fucking suffer another concussion. I don't want to do none of that shit. Like, so I'm kind of picking and choosing where I mosh, the songs I mosh, and this and that. And I'm not, I'm not just fucking just moshing at random bands anymore like they used to. Um, I'm not fucking doing dumb, I'm not really doing dumb shit anymore like I used to, I used to do dumb shit when I was moshing, before in the past, like I said, I would mosh to bands, I had no idea who they even were, but I would see people moshing, I would just go and join, that's not, if I don't know the band, I need to see what you got a time through, if I like it after that, then okay, I'll listen to your shit, oh, motherfucker, what am I doing, getting off the freeway for no fucking reason, I thought this was an off-ramp, but whatever. It's, uh... I gotta make it right. Damn! Anyways, yeah, like I said, I don't do that dumb shit no more. And I also don't do dumb shit either no more, like... You know... There's songs in certain bands that everybody moshes to. And you gotta dominate those ones. But there's songs that... Other people randomly mosh to, and those aren't, that's not the move. Uh, for me, that's not the move. You know, slow songs, have no, you have no business moshing during slow songs. So I don't. That's some dumb shit that I would have done in the olden days. Uh, I also like taking pictures because like, I've been taking video and taking pictures of some of the bands that, you know, now, you know, the VIP meet and greets and shit is not a thing. And those are things that I'm like actually fond of now because when I do call it, when I when I stop actually slowing down and seeing bands every little while, like I'm gonna have these memories. 
you know, as I grow older. And as I grow older, the, all the bands are going to leave and disappear. Maybe when I'm 45, there might be, like, one random band that I, like, know that might still be around. I'll go see it, but I won't be moshing. But it'll just be like, oh, damn, like, yo, they played all these songs. Like, I haven't heard them in years or whatever the case may be. Um, but all the bands are eventually going to go away. They're going to have their last heyday. And, you know, eventually I guess I will go away too. Like, that'll be it for me. Um, but the Mosh retirement too is coming. It's it's on the horizon. I can kind of see it. Like I guess I'm 33. I don't fucking plan on moshing until I'm fucking 40. It's not happening. Like I said, I probably got like another year or two left. You know, when I say two years, that's probably just like, a really long year and a half, maybe, or whatever the case may be. I don't really know. Like I said, there's a slew of concerts I'm going to attend to this year. Yesterday was the first one that I really honed in on of, like a month or two ago. I'm at the second one. Vacation is coming up, and I want to go see Oceano. Um, Oceano, Chelsea Green, Whitechapel, and I can't think of who the last man is on that tour. That show is going to be a fucking a riot fest, too. Uh, there's a few other shows. I know Unearthed is coming out late this year, and so is... Uh, damn it, who's playing in December that I was really geeking out about? Oh, Winds of Plague is playing the Glass House in December, like December 27th or the 22nd, like right around Christmas. Well, I was thinking about going and getting the Christmas beatdown there, too, and I'm like, fuck yeah, man, like, Christmas and March, yes. Like, like I said, yeah. In March, to me in general, like I said, I can do it. I'm still really good at it. Um, I'm more protective of myself now. I don't do stupid shit no more. But regardless, um, you know, the way I look at things. Like, you have to have a certain mentality, like I said, you have to have a certain mosh mentality to actually do it, and a lot of people don't have it, and that's what separates me from, you know, people, you know, a lot of people talk a good game that they're, you know, this or that or the other thing, but not a lot of people can actually do it, you know what I mean? Not a lot of people want to join the gang. Not a lot of people want to join the military. Not a lot of people want to join a football team. And physically, they can't. I understand that aspect of it. But everybody's got an opinion on, like, boxers or fucking or football players or military dudes. And it's like, bro, have you ever fucking put yourself in a position where you have to know that you're the, the fucking craziest motherfucker there? You know? Do you? Like, I don't think a lot of, a lot of people don't get that mentality. Um, like I said, I got, I know what it is. I know what's up. Uh, and not to saying that moshing is that fucking serious, but it kind of is. You know, there's a ham, there's handfuls of bands out there where fucking moshing is absolutely fucking wild. And you're not going to, you know, it's just a fucking mayhem. And, you know, moshing, even for, like I said, rap concerts have moshing too not as prevalent as you would think, but it's there, 
you know, and it, I don't know if it's, it's as aggressive as metal shows, but it is, you run the risk of it being aggressive, you, you gotta, it's a lot of pushing, and it's a lot of fucking, you know, you take space at what's standing room only, and then you subtract it, because people, fucking people are moving, and well, the standing room only turns into, you're fighting people off of you, because, uh, well, they're in your fucking way, like, or they're all up on you, like, get the fuck off. And they can kick you, you know, around and push you out of the front front row of the stage if you let it happen. And you just got to be, the, like I said, the toughest guy, the craziest motherfucker there, or you're getting your spot taken by somebody else who is the craziest motherfucker there. But either way, like I said, System of a Down was fucking fantastic. Fucking fantastic. My Snapchat story was lit. Um, I'm on my way to see Amir right now. I'm, I'm just right now getting here. I'm just hitting Disney Way Boulevard. I'm about to pop off and get into this Disney walk. Yeah, I want to get my fucking ticket from Wilcar first. Actually, I got to fucking walk or find a parking and then walk up to it and get my ticket. And then I might I don't know, I was thinking about getting, maybe getting me something to eat here at the Disney Walk. I want to take a couple of pictures because uh, I don't come to the Disney Walk often. I don't come to Disneyland often. And actually, that's something I want to do uh, because I'm fucking totally fucking single and I want to fucking take time out of my life to come and do this this one time. Uh, I'm looking to go to Disneyland during Halloween. I've gone before to Not Scary Farm. And I absolutely love Not Scary Farm. Um... I've been there with my bro. I've been there with my ex uh, fiance. I went to Not Scary Farm for like five, six, seven years in a row back in the olden days. I haven't been since because I haven't, you know, I don't want to go by myself. But Disneyland is set up in a similar fashion. Uh, I know Universal Studios is, but I kind of feel like Universal Studios is like, eh, this. Universal Studios isn't as fun as Disney or Knott's. But I, I kind of want to, I haven't been to Disneyland in a minute, and I kind of want to go to their Halloween night get-up that they got right now. So I'm actually looking, I'm thinking about actually taking a girl I know. Uh, she doesn't know that I want to take her, but I kind of want to uh, put the message out to her. And I was going to do it, but I was like, I've been kind of low on funds. Not that I'm low on funds, but, I you know, I don't want to make any promises and then be like, hey, like, I don't have any money to take you. You know, because I know it's going to be a little bit of expense, but I kind of want to go. I want to experience it. I want to experience it with somebody. So I'm about, I'm about to hit her up because I know I got some money coming in. And just, yeah, I mean, fucking, uh, yeah, this month is, is lit, man. I'm right here. I'm about, ready to, I'm about ready to log off this chat. But, yeah, this was just I wanted to get out some thoughts about Moshin. And I'm not going to, and I'm not going to, uh, not retouch back on it. I'm going to touch back up on moshing and more shows later. Um, because that's just what I'm going to do. Where the fuck? Garden walk? Parking. Theme park parking. Nope. Do not enter. Okay. Anyways, yeah. I'm about to log off because I got to find out where the fuck I got to park to get up in this bitch. Um... Yeah, Moshin, I'll touch back up on in more detail later. I just got to 
you know, I just wanted to get those thoughts off my mind. You know. Anyways, uh, yeah, I'm at this show right now. Be tuned in on Snapchat. You know, it's going to be lit. This fucking show is absolutely bonkers. I don't know if you guys know who Wage War is or Sanction. Sanction, I actually fucking Spotify, and their top five songs are fucking out of control. Most of you know what Emir does, and Stick to Your Guns is kind of a bonus. So, here we go. Actually, I'm actually right now fucking staring at the, what was the former Tower of Terror. Uh, fucking looking at, it's the fucking Guardians of the Galaxy thing now. But I just got to find some parking. Anyways, guys, I'm cutting this one out. Uh, till next time. The D is silent.